Hello, and welcome to Tell Me About Your D&D Character, a podcast where people get a chance to talk about their characters from different role-playing games. I'm your host, Jeremy. Today's episode is going to be a little different from our normal one. There's no guest on for a start. Um, hopefully, Blothamog won't cut in at any point. We know he's a bit of a, a bit of an interrupter. But I wanted to use, basically, the end of the year, just to be a little bit... Um, when people have more time off from work uh, to recommend some of the podcasts that I listen to, some of the ones that have inspired me, both in my Dungeons & Dragons games and in the um, to create this podcast itself. Uh, you'll probably recognise a few of the names on here. They're, they're names that most people go to. They're the go-tos when people are asking, you know, what podcasts should I listen to from D&D? Uh, so let's get into it. If you haven't listened to these yet, give them a try. There's some which you'll have to start at the beginning, some you can just jump right in. Right in. And I've kind of divided them up into the actual play podcasts and the ones that just inspire me. It may not necessarily have much to do with D&D, but you'll hear the reasons why I like them anyway. So I'll go through the actual play podcast first. And the first one is the Adventure Zone, mainly because I'm doing these in alphabetical order. Uh, they don't exactly need me to plug them since they're one of the most popular actual play podcasts out there. They've got comics, they've got live shows, they're involved with Wizards of the Coast, it's a whole bunch of stuff. I was under the impression it was all one game, just one ongoing adventure that they've been doing for three, four years. And that would have been epic enough, but instead it has an awesome epic adventure and then another awesome adventure and then another and another and another. And I'm glad I started at the beginning because I was able to watch them develop the characters and their play style as they did rather than just kind of come in at the end and suddenly realize how much they've, they've grown and not really understand what was going on. If you don't know, The Adventure Zone is on the Maximum Fun podcast network. Uh, Griffin McElroy runs the game for his brothers Justin and Travis and their dad Clint. And it began with the D&D 5th edition starter set and quickly digressed from this into a sci-fi epic. I really enjoy that they changed the system they use as well for the shorter games and the later story arcs that they are on. I'm currently Next. listening to the Amnesty arc, which uses the Monster of the Week rulebook, and it actually inspired me to go out and buy the rules and have a look through because I really love the concept of that. I will admit that it isn't the podcast for everyone, as they'll have tangents and random jokes, but to me that's the experience of being at the table with friends, and Griffin McElroy can always bring the story back and make it strike home in the best ways. Podcast is D&D is for nerds, and this may have been the first actual played podcast I listened to. Obviously I've been watching Critical Role for a while, if you've heard me talk at length about D&D, you've probably heard Critical Role come up, but I only got into podcasts a couple of years ago, back in 2017, and I wanted to find Australian actual play podcasts. I probably saw this recommended on Reddit and figured I'd give it a try. I was immediately hooked. There's something about a quite lethal DM, and Adam Carnavale is a lethal DM, taking a group of absolute RPG newbies through adventures, and kind of laughing gleefully as they do stupid shit that gets them killed, and keeping them alive a little bit, and then seeing how they react. He really didn't pull any punches. There's a rotating cast now, but Adam is always the DM, and I'm continually impressed with the depth he goes to in creating the adventures in the world they operate in. Recently, they've begun playing through the official Wizards of the Coast modules, which are fun too, but I still love the older adventures where it's purely from their imagination. This is a great example of a game where the DM doesn't need to do a thousand different voices to tell an amazing story. Some of the adventures are genuinely creepy, but every single one has made me laugh out loud. A personal favourite is the crossover they did with another podcast, and Adam and Joel Zamet were playing Tabaxi Brothers in Cholt. It became a part of their lore that Tabaxi stories always end with a meal, although sometimes the protagonist of the story is the meal. 
There are a number of different adventures, but I recommend starting at the beginning and working through that arc and then picking and choosing from what sounds interesting. They're currently running through Tome of Annihilation and that's split up over three seasons, so you can take a bit of a break between different parts. Next is Dragon Friends, and it's more Australian comedy. Dragon Friends is a live show performed in Sydney at the Giant Dwarf Theatre, and with a name like the Giant Dwarf, it seems primed to have D&D connected with it. Anyway, Australian comedians have D&D adventures. Well, it started with just D&D, but it's expanded to Shadowrun and Spelljammer, and they just kind of bring in all the stuff. Um, Dave Harmon, the DM, really knows his lore when it comes to, to D&D. As is often the case with comedians and other performers playing D&D, a lot of the ideas they come up with are utterly bizarre and designed to invoke a response from the audience rather than the most optimal outcome. What's interesting too is that there's a co-DM of sorts. Ben Jenkins acts as most of the NPCs to riff off the players while Dave Harmon, the DM, sets the scene, keeps the story rolling and runs combat. Another player sometimes steps into that role too, uh, usually if they need a conversation between two NPCs. It's interesting to see how, many, how they manage to tell the story together and roll with any changes to get it where it's going. Just how they're able to convey information that they must have talked about previously and say, this is important, this is what they need to know, this is stuff that they can't know yet. It's also worth listening to for one of the most unique performances of Strad von Zarevich in the universe. Then we have Dungeons and Drongos. Obviously, I love Dungeons and Drongos since I've had three of the cast on the show already. I discovered this podcast about the same time as I did Dandies for Nerds and was hooked early on. I talk a lot about what I love from the show on my interview with Luke Milton, but most of it comes from the number of Australian culture references as well as classic films that occur through the series. There's also the ability of the cast to play off each other and create situations that are ripe for comedy. If you've listened to my episodes with Paris and Zach, you'll have an idea of what I'm talking about. I would talk more about this, but it's better for my downloads if you actually go back and listen to the old episodes, so I'd recommend doing that. Then we have Fast Times at D&D High. So this is a podcast I discovered through Critter Hug, the show from Critical Role's channel. I like the concept of a D&D game set in a high school. It feels very breakfast club to me. This is a show where I listen to it for little character moments from reliving that energy you have as an adolescent when everything is new and exciting and it's all about making out and running rampant. I'm not having a midlife crisis. You are. This is a pure character story for me. I love the characters that have been made and how dedicated the players are to the story. I particularly like that they've invested enough in their characters that there are regularly one-shots with the players playing their characters playing D&D, and they're in character the whole time. And it is what their character would do and would see a role-playing game being used for. Now, Fire Breathing Kittens is a more recent podcast that I've come across. I feel like Fire Breathing Kittens is different from all the other recommendations I have here, simply because it's an anthology show. All the others have seasons or arcs and or just ongoing games. And Fire Breathing Kittens does have recurring characters and ongoing plot over a season, but each episode is also a standalone adventure. It's also the cutest, as the name of the podcast suggests, as they have such joy for the adventures they go on and the creatures they generally adopt along the way. The adventures follow members of the Fire Breathing Kittens Adventuring Guild as they are sent on different missions, many of which are drawn from Norse mythology. I discovered the podcast when they asked if I would be interested in doing some cross-promotion, but after having a listen to some of their episodes, I quickly added them to my regular feed. My favourite episode is to date has been the cooking competition that ended very, very bloodily, and their obsession with polymorphing or shape-changing massive monsters into something they can keep as a pet, which is incredibly endearing to me. It's also a very good example how high-level play doesn't have always have to mean defeating gods and combat for five hours. It can be discussions, and it can also be just good fun. Next is Infinite Deer, and Infinite Deer is the podcast I recommend most often to people who have gone through most of the actual play podcasts but don't have much time, which is fair because if you're listening to that many actual play podcasts, you don't have free time at all. 
Infinite Deer is short episodes and is heavy on the comedy, packing a lot of energy into a short period. It reminds me of the early episodes of D&Ds for Nerds, where there's a lot of banter back and forth, but mostly it's people having fun. That's true of all these podcasts, I assume, but this also has some fantastic world building gives you glimpses of a larger universe through each arc. It's probably not a surprise that they have the Lost Archives on here, uh, another podcast from a guest of the show, Owen Burton, Dungeon Master for the Lost Archives. You might remember from the episode with Owen, but I'm really impressed with how swiftly this podcast was developed in the last few months, and it's a great example of how you can take published adventures and turn them into something unique for your own setting. While it is technically following the Tyranny of Dragons storyline, Owen and the other players have put in enough difference to the show that even if you know the module well, you'll find some surprises and be interested in seeing where it leads. And again... Go back and listen to Owen's episode, because I think it is a really one of the best ones I've had so far. The last of the actual played podcasts is Venture Maidens. I found Venture Maidens a long time ago, when someone suggested listening to D&D podcasts that feature more women than men. Venture Maidens has no regular male players, which is a rarity in most RPG podcasts, and there are a number of podcasts that have no female players whatsoever. And now Venture Maidens does occasionally bring in a male guest. I've really enjoyed watching the characters in this one go from very early levels through to higher levels, but not going to lie, I mostly tune in for the shenanigans and roleplay over the story. That isn't to say the story isn't also amazing. The DM Celeste Connorwich was one of the main contributors to the Rhyme of the Frost Maiden adventure that Wizards of the Coast put out, and I believe she works closely with Cobalt uh, Press as well. This is another podcast that draws heavily on mythology, in this case Greek mythology, but I'll readily admit that I am here for the roleplaying from everyone over the world building on that one. That's all for the actual play podcast, and now I wanted to talk about a few podcasts that I've really enjoyed and kind of sparked the inspiration in me about designing games, designing adventures, designing characters, a whole bunch of other stuff. Uh, but these are not necessarily to do with D&D, they are more esoteric podcasts. Although the first one, Dragon Talk, is obviously the official Dungeons and Dragons podcast. The one that Wizards of the Coast began many, many years ago. And it features interviews with different people in the industry and the D&D community. It's also a great source of news and lore on what is happening with D&D. There are regular segments with Chris Perkins, and it's a great source for finding new people to follow, as well as getting advice from as many sources as possible. It does feel like listening to American Morning TV sometimes, but the depth that the interviews go to more than make up for that. And hearing Chris Perkins talk about classic Dungeon Magazine adventures that I've read is the right level of nostalgia for me. Then we have Hidden Gin, and this was a podcast that I think I might have been advertised on Fake Doctor's Real Friends, the Scrubs podcast I listened to, and I thought it sounded really cool. For a total atheist and non-spiritualist like me, it boils down to ghost stories, but really well told and research ones. The podcast looks at stories of gin and ifrits through history, speckled with personal accounts and more recent anecdotes, and as a dungeon master always looking for adventure content, it is gold, because there are some amazing ideas for creatures, for quests, for settings, all these... Um, fantastic just chef's kiss uh concepts that you really should check out now you'll probably remember hobbies include writing from when uh mariah uh came on the podcast and i'll admit that i hadn't heard of hobbies include writing until she approached me about being on my podcast but after having a listen i was fascinated the writing method always interests me as it's such an individual process for everyone and having a chapter go online for feedback as it's written is such a great idea i feel like when many people begin writing they aren't able to find beta readers or have this idea that no one want to read what they've created, or worse yet, they think that they can't show anyone what they're, what they're doing until it's finished, and I'm one of these. Mariah really shows how useful it is to have feedback coming in during the writing process, and most importantly, you create a market interest for the book even before it's published. 
D&D is a game where people are often just after originality, and it can be tricky running the same adventure again for the same people, but you can read a book you love again and again. Unlike many of the others on this list, Hobbies Include Writing isn't purely about fantasy or D&D, but the Q&A episodes, one of which I was on with Ben and Tori, are useful for hearing about the creative process and should spark ideas in anyone. Uh, Noble Blood. This is one I recommend to people who like D&D and true crime. Dana Schwartz looks into myths and hidden truths around some of the gorier deaths of nobles throughout history. And there are a lot. It's not just kings and queens, it's earls and dukes and just general people. There are murders and coups and poisons and coups and madness and sex. All great fodder for adventure ideas and history for your campaign. Or just creating NPCs and intrigue. What's better than having a noble patron? Having a noble patron that other people believe killed their husband for his inheritance. It has been a tough year, so I haven't listened to as many episodes as would be useful. Uh, as when I'm feeling down, I don't really want to hear about people being murdered. But if you're in a true crime of history, you should check this one out. A bit of an outlier, Script Notes is the next one. Things about screenwriting that are interesting to screenwriters from two very successful screenwriters who are both into D&D. This is a podcast I found after the hosts were guests on Dragon Talk, and I thought they were really interesting. There are bits that I regularly skip simply because I'm not a professional screenwriter yet. So a lot of the bits about the Screenwriters Guild that don't really apply to me, but each feature topic they pick is fascinating. What is writing a D&D adventure but creating different scenes? It's great to be able to hear from two creators who break down ideas and stories this much and find out what works, which is incredibly useful for DMs. There's also a regular segment called How Would This Be a Movie, which can be easily adapted to How Can This Be a D&D Adventure? And that's where they take, take stories from headlines and stories that they've heard about urban myths and things like that and develop it into a slightly longer screenplay and say, well, would this work? Would it not? What do you need to change? That kind of thing. And you do the same sort of thing. You look at the newspaper and you go, well, how would I make this into a D&D adventure? And lastly, yep, I told you it was going to be a short episode. Lastly is World Building for Masochists. I love this podcast. I Three fantasy authors, or three fantasy authors and sometimes a guest delve into a different topic on how to build a world. From landmasses to religions and the sacred to marriage and family to war and military to relationships to food production, everything. It's like if of Dice and DMs, if we did any research beforehand and we're actually professionals and do this for a living. Like most of the podcasts on this list, I love it because it hits the right notes of real-world anthropology and history and how to learn from those when building your own world. A lot of it is completely unnecessary for D&D and probably for novel writing, if we're going to be honest, but it's good to have these things percolating in the back of your head when you're looking for things as a DM, particularly when you're like me and want to use implicit storytelling, just giving the players a little hint to how the world works without dropping a tome of exposition on them. You don't need to tell them what the farmers are gathering, but if you've got that in the back of your mind, you can introduce that farmer a little bit later and someone goes, oh, what does he farm? And you've got the answer ready to go, and they think you're amazing when you can do that. And it's just, it's always in the back of my head, this is what I do too often but this is why it's well building for masochists the i think the tagline is we're asking why we do this to ourselves and i ask this every single time so that's all that's all my recommendations for 2020 if you've got recommendations head over to my facebook page it's uh, facebook.com slash tell me about your dnd you can shoot me in uh, a message on twitter as well at tell me your dnd or on instagram at tell me about your dnd you can send me an email the email is tell me about your dnd at gmail.com i'd love to hear from you that's a great way to find out um, or recommend people for the show as well we've got some really good guests coming up for 2021 i'm really excited to, to talk to some of them uh, we're recording those pretty soon so they'll be ready to go in the new year I would also love it if you could share, like, subscribe, let people know this podcast is out there because that's the way 
to get it to new listeners. And I think more people should get to share their Dungeons and Dragons and their characters and their love of role-playing games because while we have broken into a mainstream, we do feel like a niche hobby sometimes. And you would be amazed at the people who you would not expect to be into D&D who are into it. And we see this all over the place. It's just a joy that people get to share with their friends or with complete strangers and discover new aspects of themselves. That's all. Happy New Year, everyone. Stay safe. May all your heads be crits. Check it out.